This is The Catcher with Nick and Hado. Oh, hi. It's The Catcher. You nervous? I'm terrified for some reason. <laughs> hey, it's Nick and Hado here. No, how do I start these? What am I doing? I think you do a bit of... Guess what's cooking? Guess what's cooking? Yeah. Isn't it do you smell what's cooking? That's The Rock. Do you smell? That's not, that's not what you start. What the rock is cooking. Guess what's cooking is my uh, non-copywritten catchphrase yeah. for when I start my own wrestling for company. Like with the Coles brand. The Stone. <laughs> the Stone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do you remember? this? Well, is that's Curtis bit. Stone. Though. He is a big thing with Coles. Um, interesting. Mm. There is a... Is, does he go by the Stone? I think so. Sometimes. The celebrity chef, Curtis Stone. There's a very... This is a very niche reference that... Will not land at all. And it Great. might not land with you. Well, go ahead then. Well, so Alienate everyone listening. Back when we were in, living in Melbourne, yep. uh, a friend of ours, Locke, I used to do a podcast with him called Picture This. <laughs> and we made up like just dumb movies. Yep. You know, bit of fun, bit silly. I think, were you there? Was that with you one time? We had a character uh, played by The Rock in one of our movies, but we nicknamed him The Pebble. Oh, uh, that sounds familiar. I don't know if that was me. It sounds like that's something we would do, but I yeah. just, you know, I like that as a name. The Pebble. The Pebble. Yeah. A wrestler a called The Pebble. Yeah. And he yeah. sort of, he flick, he skips himself across the surface <laughs> of, of the, the wrestling ring. <laughs> oh, maybe if, if you can do the water. Of the water just slides across a lake. Yeah. That's terrifying. That'd be impressive. The giant, <laughs> like, Samoan dude. Glides, go... <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Hey, uh, today on the show, Nick, it was a big one. Uh, It was a big court case currently happening on the Gold Coast. Five, Mm. half a million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars up for grabs, Um, and there are heaps of people that want a piece of it. Uh, But why are you making a weird face at me? I'm just dying. Hang on. You good? You've walked away from the microphone. What's happening here? Need a sneeze, but it's just not happening. Oh. Big court case. A lot of people got to, trying to stake their claim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one guy making a claim. It's a very bold claim, I think. Uh, he's putting his hat in the ring. Uh, there's no way he'll get it, but I like that he's trying. He's put his hat in the ring when he wasn't even in the building. No, you know? not really. What he's done is he's got his hat and he's somehow he's just, just piffed it. thrown it over the fence. It somehow yeah. landed in the ring. Mm. Um, rough. Yeah, I don't know if he expects to win it, but hey. Good on him. you got to be in it to win it. Hey, we ask on the phone lines 13, 12, 16, how many times have you seen your favorite movie? Buddy of ours, Locke, has clocked up quite a few watches of his favorite film. Yeah. Uh, he's doing nothing else in ISO, which, you know, fair enough. It's what everyone's doing at the moment. He's just sort of kicking back, watching a bit of Netflix, Netflix and chilling with himself, maybe. Sure. you got to pass the time somehow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch his movie and then, you know. Do the chill part. Yeah, talk to a guy called Chris. He, you won't believe how much he's watched 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> it's absurd. Like, it's yeah. almost unbelievable. I, I believe him, though, but it is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, a, it's a sad reality for Chris. Also, Nick, someone is stealing my identity. Someone Also a landmark legal case. Potentially could be. Someone's trying to steal my identity, and they're trying to extort money out of me as well. Well, extortion's a bit generous, isn't it? it? Is. They're trying Do you to know extort- what I mean? I, it's when you ask politely for money. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should take this to court in that case. Uh, all that's coming up today on The Catch Up. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Nick, I need your help because someone is stealing my identity and trying to extort money out of me that's, on Instagram. I mean, that's on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say pretty serious, but that's probably the least... Uh, the least serious place you could try and steal someone's identity. Yeah. So this guy's name, I don't know anything about this guy, except for that his name is at Hado, right? That's oh, his, so that's, that's not his, your identity, just by the way. Oh, it is. Well, it What's may- my name? Hayden. 
Well, Hayden shut up. My name on the show is Haydo, all right? So <laughs> on that's the show. my identity. On air, on air my <laughs> character name is Haydo. <laughs> it's the character Mate, I play. you're not the first Haydo. You're not going to be the I last. Know, I, look, I know, I know, I know. But look, here's the thing. I want to be the Haydo. I'd like to be, right? And I think step one of doing that... Is the Haydo taken? No, I don't want the, I don't want the handle the Haydo. I want the handle That's at, what you call yourself in meetings. I want the handle the, on Instagram to be at... Hado, right? right? It's only five letters long, no numbers. It's a great Instagram name. Yeah. So I found out who has that Instagram right now. It's a name, man by the name of Hado, yeah, right. <laughs> as you can guess. That's pretty good, better than your current one, which is Hayden underscore 69. No, that's not what it is. It's Hayden Bleach if you want to follow it. Uh, <laughs> this is a good little plug-in for me. <laughs> but I, I messaged him. I'm like, hey, man, can I buy this handle from you? Sure. And he's like, hmm, how much? I'm like, I don't know. I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. Pretty <laughs> good. I thought that's a good deal. It's that's a, generous. It's not a real thing. It's a it's an Instagram Who handle. Cares? Does he have many followers? No, he's got like four hundred. So he's got uh, not heaps and heaps. He's not like an internet celebrity by any stretch of the imagination. Not like you. No, yeah, with my uh, nearly five hundred followers. <laughs> um, so look, talk to him, and he's like, "Look, I don't know, man. How about this? I'll um I'll rent it to you. Mm, sounds sus. fifty bucks a week." <laughs> he said, and I thought, hmm. Nah, good deal for him lot. though. If he, if you, if oh, you it's wanted that, a great that. deal for him. It's a fantastic deal for him because you just don't have to give it back. You can stop paying him. Right, What's so he going to do? We sort of, we sort of hit a bit of a. We sort of butting heads. We couldn't come to a, an agreement. Difficult to negotiate through messaging though. Just it like, is. have you tried talking to him like in person? No, I haven't. Yet, Where's he from? He's from Melbourne. He's from oh, Australia. Right. He's an Australian guy. There's an Aussie. Well, why so, don't you call him? His number. Okay, we'll get him. You know, you can try and put the old hato charm on him. Yeah, let's get him on the show. <laughs> Get him on the old, 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 old grill him live on air. We're joined by another Hayden. That's exciting. One, one no, a, it's, a, it's a fun deal. Because here's the thing, right? Because I, I don't know anything about this guy. I know his name's Hado. His profile's on private. He hasn't accepted my request yet. Yeah, the thing is, he knows, he, he knows who I am now. He Googled me. He oh. did his research when trying to... He, he's, he knows everything about me now. Mate, look at you. Oh, look at me. Google me. What? I bet you asked him. Yeah, no, you can Google anyone. I bet you, you said to him, show me the transcript. <laughs> Actually, message. I may have um, said excuse me, excuse me, at Hado. Do you know who I am? I'm, I'm the bloody Hado. I'm Hado from motherflipping Central Queensland. All right, all right, this is what I'll do. I'll, get him, I'll try and get him on the show. I'll try and hardball him, right? I don't care if you get him on. <laughs> can I be honest? I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. <laughs> Our scientists across the world right now are split into two categories. Ones that are doing important stuff like researching the vaccine for the coronavirus. Yep. And the second group who are researching how we are supposed to be eating ice cream. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> two very important things, Hato. Mm. Uh, we have been eating ice cream wrong all this time. Have we really? According to the second group of scientists. The first group, don't really give a shit, mm. which fair enough, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the seven-step process to how you could correctly and should be correctly eating ice cream is more in-depth than we ever needed, but by God, mm. it corrects something that we've been doing wrong it's for many depth. years. Yeah, well, seven steps. I thought it was just get ice cream and put it in your mouth. Yeah. There's more to it. What else is there to it? Would you like to know? I'll go through the seven steps, and they're long, so yep. I'll, I'll breeze through them for sure. you. This is long, okay. Yeah, number one, firstly, you should be leaving the ice cream for 15 minutes after getting it out of the freezer so it can reach negative 14 degrees. Negative 14 degrees? Is that, wait, Fahrenheit or Celsius? uh, Celsius. That's prime ice cream temperature. Wait, what? That's crazy cold. A a freezer wouldn't get to negative 14. And leaving that for 15 minutes wouldn't make it colder. I don't know. That's just what the scientists... It must be Fahrenheit. That's what the the scientists say. Okay, sure. Uh, Number two, using a teaspoon, scoop out a small amount of ice cream, about half of a teaspoon. Oh, so a real tiny bit. Real small. Yep. 
Number three, place the teaspoon upside down into your mouth so the ice cream touches your tongue. Taste buds first. Sure. That's clever. I suppose you... if you're going spoon-wise, you know, the roof of your mouth doesn't have taste buds. Why would you smash it up there? Yes, but you don't... The spoon's not in there for that long. It's a very graphic it's a delivery system. <laughs> that you is just, true. You just whack it in and... It, <laughs> the, the ice cream will touch your tongue eventually. There would be people who leave the delivery system of the spoon in there longer than it should. Yeah, maybe. And number four, move the ice cream around your mouth, taking note of the cold sensation and creamy texture. <laughs> So just acknowledge that it's cold and creamy. Yeah. That's a step I haven't been doing. I hadn't actually noticed that. <laughs> I'm I just like, thought some of you eat. It's so warm and hot. Oh, yeah. Number five, inhale through your mouth so that it reaches all of your receptors. So, so, you, go, so you have it in your mouth and go. Yeah. Kind of like Yuck. you're taste testing wine. Yeah. Now okay. It does go, make it taste like more. You can sort of taste more of it when you do that. Yeah. Six, keep the yeah. ice cream in your mouth for a full 12 seconds. To experience maximum flavor. So you got your little pellet of ice cream in your mouth for 12 seconds, appreciating how it's cold and creamy, and then you're breathing in, also doing it. So it's sort of very yoga-like, like breathe in, yep. and breathe out. And you want to do that for 12 seconds. Number seven. This is the final step. Uh, repeat. So just <laughs> do that. Really? So you're supposed There's to do no that. swallowing on this step. No. <laughs> you never have to you have to spit or something. I assume <laughs> I assume there's an implication that you swallow. I it hope. doesn't say. It's so detailed that it details how you put the spoon in your mouth. You'd think that'd include swallowing. This is very similar to mm. wine taste testing. It is. This is like artisan stuff. You're supposed to spit it out. Because mm. I think at the end of it, you know, at the end of wine tasting, otherwise you'd you know you get, you'd too get drunk a bit, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't appreciate the wine. Which is not what we want to see. Yeah. Didn't you said this was scientists doing this? That's what the article says. Surely. Let me they see have better what, things to be doing. Let me just quickly see what their uh, qualifications are. Um, ice cream is a they work for an ice cream company. It would seem so. They're not really scientists. Uh, low calorie ice cream brand, the Oppo Brothers. Okay, so the Oppo Brothers are clearly pushing an agenda. <laughs> Big oh, ice cream. <laughs> and just quickly for those who, if you didn't, if you just tuned in, best way to enjoy an ice cream. There's a scientific formula. It's I at negative fourteen degrees plus one half S what? plus what is this? UDS this is plus the scientific sex. formula eating. Ice cream. Times two equals MF. Okay. Do you know what MF? Oh, maximum flavor. So if you want maximum <laughs> flavor, what a waste of time. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. On a Wednesday, it's Feel Good Wednesdays, Nick. Get excited. Feel Good Wednesday is a segment where I tell you a feel-good story and I cheer you up, Nick, specifically, but also everyone in CQ. That's good, isn't it? Yes, especially could, this time. Could you use know? a cheer up, to be honest? It's a, we- it's a weird time to be alive and I'm going to cheer everyone up. I've got a bit of a sore back, so if you can fix that. Great. Well, uh, you know what they say. It's a nice day for a cat wedding. It's a cat wedding, Nick. Uh. Get around a cat wedding. I could be wrong. Okay. Call it a case of deja vu. <laughs> but I feel like half the stories you tell on the show are cats getting married. No, I've only done one story that's similar to this, and it was a man who took his cat to prom. That's different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although, Not that in, different. in both situations, the cats are wearing dresses. <laughs> so why? So, so cats are getting married, I guess. So this guy, his name's Scott Perry. And he adopted his cat uh, yes. from a, the LA. It's the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, right? That's that's where he got this cat from. Yeah. Uh, and now uh, he's trying to raise money for that same uh, animal shelter. 
I mean, animal shelters are heavily underfunded pretty yeah. much across the world. It's so expensive to run too. You've got a lot of mouths to feed. You need a lot of people to work there to actually make it run smoothly and stuff. So Scott Perry uh-huh. thought, you know what? I'm going to raise... He had a goal of $5,000 to wow. give to the LA Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. That's pretty good. The way he's going to do it, of course, was marrying his cat. So, sorry. I might, maybe I've missed something here. <laughs> yep. He is gonna, so he's going to raise $5,000, which is great. Yep. Great amount. And to get that money, yep. he's going to t- tie the knot with his cat. Correct. How does that... I don't. He just. I, I guess he gets donations and stuff. So he went on like the local news and things. Is like, instead of having a registry, you know how sometimes you have a registry, like oh, I want a, sure. a crock pot or a kettle or something. He's like, I just want donations to the LA Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. Uh, and so the wedding happened on Saturday, Nick. And whoa, I'll show you some pictures. The bride and groom look so happy. This is Scott. He's a probably forty something year old man uh, yeah. with dark, a, short, curly hair. About exactly what you'd expect from a man who's uh, keen to marry his cat. Here's the cat in the wedding dress. Um, he looks like and, the kind of guy that was looking for an excuse to do this, <laughs> and he's also in his and his suit and tie and stuff. Now he was trying to raise five thousand dollars, and uh, on guess how much money he raised? Oh. I mean, I feel like, is, is, this, is this a Celeste Barber situation where they aim low and get high? No, let's, I could, go, let's go 200000 Wrong. I couldn't find out how much he raised. Which means it probably wasn't much. So, just to recap. Yep. Man loves his cat that much, wants to get married. Uh-huh. Creepy. Yes. Wants to do it in the name of charity. Yep. Great. Yep. Does not raise money for the charity. Well, he might have. I don't know. nice day Cat. Wedding. Nick, all right, the decision is yours. Do you feel good for the Feel Good Wednesday? Mm. Man, raise money, married his cat. I'm creeped out. No, not at all. This is unsettling. This well, is I think you're in the minority. It's inhuman. About a cat wedding, raise the money. Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Give us a call right now, 13, 12, 16, and let us know how many times have you seen your favourite movie? Mm. Because I was catching up with a friend of ours, Locke. Uh, he lives down in Melbourne, and I was asking, what have you been doing? Because obviously there's not much to do at the moment. Yeah. So what have you been doing to kill time? He goes, I've been doing what a lot of people have been doing and catching up on, uh, you know, just watching a bit of TV, watching a heap of Netflix, and he's been watching a heap of his favourite movie, which is the classic Jaws. I said, mate, I know you've watched Jaws before. How many times have you watched it by now? He's like, just whenever I get a spare moment, I sit down and I put Jaws on. Really? Guess how many times he's watched Jaws? I don't know. Five times. <laughs> put another 20 on that. 25. 25 times 20, he's watched yeah, it. Yeah, because he wanted. He was like in the early 20s and he's like, well, I'm 25 years old. I just thought it'd be a nice number to get up to. Sure. He's All seen right. the classic film Jaws 25 times. That's crazy to me because I don't watch movies more than once, really. Do I, you watch, not? I, I watched Interstellar for the second time the other day. Because it confused you? No, because I liked it. Okay. But I, I, don't re- I don't do it. I just don't. Mate, people, wa- people re watch movies. Heaps. No, I don't know. 25, that's insane. 25 What's is a lot. What's the world record? I'd be up there, I reckon. That's crazy to me. <laughs> it might be the most that someone's watched Jaws, but yeah, mm. I watch. I rewatch movies. Mm. Like some of my faves, like the second alien movie, Aliens. Yeah. I've probably seen that. I would have seen that. 12 times. 12 times. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I reckon we'll be calling that a, you know, a, like a half does as well. Jeez. People watch their favourite movies all the time, Why? mate. It's so comforting. Why don't you just watch a new movie? 
Because it's, it's broaden your horizons. It's good to just watch something you've seen before. You, mm. you can sit down. It's comforting. Doesn't matter if you doze off. Locke told me as well. He's seen it twenty five times. Yeah. But he leaves it on in the background, so realistically, it's probably played through quite a bit more than that. Oh, right. He's so on repeat. He'll just be walking around the house on his weekend, and Jaws will just constantly be on in the background, Yeah, which is a very alarming thing, because there's a lot of shark attacks in that. <laughs> yeah, it be an like, awful one to be playing up here in CQ. not a movie, is it? No. Yeah. Look, give us a ring. 13, 12, 16. How many times have you seen your favorite movie? Because mine would be like twice, maybe. But, mate, people do this. I don't think so. Remember we have that lady that uh, called in ages ago, and she's got yeah. like that 4,000 strong DVD collection. She would have watched yeah. her favorite movie no, heaps. She would have been watching different movies each time because you've got so no. many movies. People watch their favorite movies. They don't. Back me up here. The phone line's at crickets right now. Yeah, because like, no, no one watches the movie more than like tw- 10 times. No, people do this. Five times. Especially right now, in isolation, you've got nothing else to do. 13, 12, 16, how many times have you seen your favourite movie? Prove mm. Halo wrong here. Well, so, don't have to be your favourite movie, because I reckon there'd be a couple of parents out there that have sat through Moana like a dozen times. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on Frozen. <laughs> Give us a ring, 13, 12, 16. Hey, you're with Nick and Hato. Who's this? This is Fiona. Fiona, how many times have you seen your favourite movie? I've actually lost count how okay. many times. The Resident Evil series. The oh. Resident Evil series, okay. How many movies oh, are yeah. in that? Sorry? How many movies are in the Resident Evil series? Seven. Seven? Seven movies? Really? That's a yep. lot. So, look, I know you said you I thought there was two. You're not keeping count, but can you give us a rough ballpark of how many times you've seen them? Or how often, uh, even? At least 20. At least 20 times. All of them? 20 times each? Yeah, well, you've got to do a marathon. You can't just watch one. <laughs> you've now, done the seven series. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Is Resident Evil, is that vampires? Is that zombies? What yeah, is... what's Resident Evil about? Yeah, zombies, basically, yeah. Basically. <laughs> World apocalypse. But seven times in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's seven movies. It changes pretty heavily. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for the call. That's, That's awesome. Have hey, we got a message from Chris on our Instagram, Hit CQ. Yeah. You can drop us a line there. Chris and her husband watch the entire Die Hard franchise once a year for their wedding anniversary. Oh, that's They've been cute. married 13 years. I don't mind that. That's 13 watches of every Die Hard movie. That's pretty big, but that's, that's oh, too I many. I think it's cute. That's cute. I mean, there's only, yeah. there's only like one or two good Die Hards. That's I crazy. I don't know Die Hard at all. Um, let's get to the phones right now again. Uh, we got Chris on the line, 13, 12, 16. Chris, how many times have you seen your fave movie? Uh, how many days in a year? Not my favourite, The Daughters. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, well, what, what is the movie? Uh, 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> how many times do you reckon you've seen 101 Dalmatians? Yeah, ballpark it for us. Well, if we're about 45 days or whatever through the year, that's what we've watched it so far. You're watching it every day this year? Every morning, first thing. Wow. But do you get through a full run of the movie or do you just get through to like, you know, till school or you have to go out for the morning? Yeah, I'm off to work right now, so as soon as I can get to work, I'm out of there. (laughs) (laughs) So would you, because I don't actually know what the full plot line is. Would you know what it is now? Oh, I know what it is. She knows what it is. She's only two, and she can nearly word for word it. <laughs> that is so good. That's Have you ever suggested 102 Dalmatians to her? Is there actually a sequel? Yeah, um, yeah that's like an afternoon one if, <laughs> oh, if she's watching TV. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians for breakfast, 102 Dalmatians for, for lunch. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you so much. It hard when you can't go anywhere. Yeah, well, there's oh, no escape at all. Truly awful. Thank You're you so much for the call. Thanks, guys. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. Nick, there is a huge legal battle going on right here in Queensland. Uh, it was down in the Gold Coast. Some tradies were working on a site, and they uncovered under the ground nearly half a million dollars in cash. Wow, literal buried treasure. You think your whole life that you're, you're never going to find it, then you do, and pff, 
Mm. These tradies live in my dream. Yeah, so it's down in Runaway Bay is where it's called. Now, there's, uh, you know, if tradies uncover the money, no one really knows whose it is. Yeah. So who do you think should get it, you know? Oh, I suppose the person who owns the place. Mm. Well, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about that. Uh, yeah, there right. are five people currently trying to claim the money. So the tradies who found it reckon they should get it, finders keepers and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, their boss reckons he should have it because he was running the site and that kind of thing. Uh, a guy named Scott Morrison, not the Prime Minister, I assume. He was the developer of the site. He reckons he should get it because he's sort of in charge of all of it. Um, then the people that own the property, they reckon they should get it because it's their property and it's found on their thing. That seems to be the most mm. fair answer, right? Like maybe if you were very polite, maybe you could give uh, the developers a cut for finding it. But it's your property. Well, yeah. But they have been going on in a big legal uh in a big, I don't know, fiasco essentially since sure. October last year. Wow, so it's pretty drawn out. But now someone else has entered the ring. Someone else has said, you know what? Maybe I'll take the money. Maybe it's my money. But there's enough people involved. Like, they've all got pretty. I understand their claims. Mm. Like, what more like stake do you think you could have in well, this? Well, this guy, his name's Mr. Timpson. And he, I think he used to live there, right? Okay. And he reckons that he might have buried the money and just completely forgotten about it and that it might be his, but he can't be sure. <laughs> That seems very provable. <laughs> Do you want to hear? This is an interview with him on the news, uh, asking him about why he's claiming the money. So you think you might have buried the money, but so you think you might have buried the money, but you can't remember. Yeah, I might have put stashed it there and might have forgotten about it. Yeah, he might have put it there and he might have forgotten about it. <laughs> That's his claim. That's what he's going into court with—a wow. fierce legal battle. Going, yeah, maybe could be mine. I used to live there. There's no reason it couldn't. Stranger I would, things have happened. I don't know enough about the legal system and stuff. Yeah. I would think that there'd be so much evidence that can prove that it's not his. Like, surely, is it cash? It's cash. It's a, yeah. it's, it's cash. So, first of all, surely there's some level of fingerprints, right? Like, yeah, but it's been there for so long. Well, these are okay. old, old bills, I should say. Oh, so, okay. these have been here for like ten, like maybe like 20, 30 years, maybe longer. Well, you could prove it wasn't this bloke, because <laughs> he would have his fingerprints surely. on it. So, there's, that's one thing. But uh, also, like, surely you'd have bank account records or something, right? Like, well, who's just having 500,000, like... You would be, you'd see that as a withdrawal. Don't know, but Mr. Timpson, this is a uh, transcript of an interview with him, right? Uh, but they, they, they were investigating him. He said, I thought I might be able to put some money there. Maybe it might have been that and forgotten about it. This is verbatim, by the way, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't make sense. Right. Take it up with Mr. Timpson. Then he says, uh, yeah, so maybe, I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh. That's his entire defense. Is it? He's pretty not really sure. sure, but he's pretty sure that maybe it could have been him and maybe he forgot about it. No, he wants the cash because he wants to buy a house. Yeah, and uh, he's, he awards a new house and um and to his help as well. That's good to try and to get him better. Oh, I just remembered what. I'm pretty sure we buried it there. Oh my god, you're right. We did, didn't we? <sighs> yes. All right. Do you remember Let's that call the legal team. <laughs> when we drove up, because we moved up from Victoria. Do you mm. remember we had we, we would have driven past. We didn't. We couldn't fit in our car. Yeah, we had to just... bury it in the thing. Oh, yeah, I remember. Actually, oh, I'm not sure. No, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure. See yeah. you in court, Mr. Timpson. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6 a.m. on Hits.